Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. 200 days of homeschooling on the wall. 200 days of homeschooling. <laughs> Take one down, pass it around. 200 more days of homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, it never ends. It never ends. Hello, welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. We are on episode 200. We made it. Wow. To a round number arbitrarily defined by yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of was, you guys, we've been doing this for almost two years now, uh, but I, I really was kind of surprised actually that 200 snuck up on us. It did. I know. We were we were doing a lot of episodes. I'm like, hey, Just sweetie, all of a sudden, it's like 180, 190. Yeah, we, wait a minute. Do we have to do something? Don't don't people do things on these days? Yeah. I mean, we pre- we plan to celebrate our two-year anniversary uh, later <gasps> in August. We've been together for two years? <laughs> oh, my gosh. In this capacity. 200 years. 200 episodes. I, you know, I'm really proud. Uh, I think that this... This podcast I'm, has been. I'm proud of you, Ariel. I'm proud of you, Booza. Oh. I, you know, this is a this podcast has been a labor of love. It's funny. It was something that originally, you know, we were sitting around as I think everybody was in the middle of the pandemic, going like, "Man, I feel so." I don't know. I was still doing my job, and you were still homeschooling, so we were basically doing what we were doing pre-pandemic. But I felt so like, I don't know, stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody kind of had that feeling. And I, I just spent, you know gobs and gobs of time on Facebook answering questions from people who were like, help, I'm going to homeschool. Help, help, I need homeschool. I, I've decided I'm going to homeschool. I'm terrified. And uh, I would sit there like all evening, every evening, just like, you know, manically on my phone. And you finally you're like, what are, what is going on? What are you doing? I said, I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm helping people. I have to do this. You're like, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not doing anything else with my evenings. We can't go anywhere. Everything is locked down. And I just, these poor people, like I need to help them. And you were like, well, have I got a proposition for you? You And 200 episodes later, as the famous, I think, Vangelis song from Chariots of Fire. Ariel and I are still running on the beach. You're so off tune on that, babe. Okay, I'm sorry. But we're there, I'm running on the beach. Yeah, (laughs) you can't see the uh, running motion. He's doing with his arms like very slowly. Anyway, so what was the what was the idea of this this short bite uh, that we wanted to do with the people? Well, the people. I, well, first, I mean, we just you know obviously want to say thank you for thank sticking you. around here, for being here for two hundred, and we thank wanted you. to just kind of be excited for ourselves that we got here, and and just remembering where we where we started, just wanting right. to wanting to help people and wanting to share our homeschool journey so that um, we could help other other folks with their journeys and do great interviews mm-hmm. and do what I think are really great informational episodes. I try to make them very practical. I do a lot of research for those. So I'm, I'm really happy with how that those have turned out. And mm-hmm. 
we thought today just because it's 200 uh, and I our uh, toddler was up all night with an ear infection. That's so right. we're running on very little sleep, y'all, yes. uh, as I know that many of you do often. Well, we're fat and happy from Easter dinner. Right. We had our Easter dinner and it was <laughs> it was fantastic. But uh, I'm now I'm I'm like sliding into coma town. Oh, yes. So coma we thought town. we would just take a few minutes um, for our 200th. And instead of doing a bunch of research or talking about something new, we just wanted to tell you where we're at and where we're at with our homeschool and, and kind of what um, curriculums we're doing now and, and things mm-hmm. we're doing and things we're moving towards. And we just kind of thought we would do a check-in with you all. So yeah. that's that's the basis for this short bite, just a, a quick so, check-in. So we started with ELA? Yeah, why not? All right, we went from all about reading. We did the first Yeah, we finished level, level one. A, I think is what they call it. One. Level one. And then we moved, that was at the end of, at the beginning of this quote-unquote school year. So mm-hmm. that would be September, October, November of 2021. Yep. And then we moved into the doing the hunt, teach your child to read in 100 easy, painful, and <laughs> monotonous lessons. Yeah, we tried to do that when our daughter was younger and it was really, really dry. We so did we, it again, though, afterwards. And yeah, actually, as a follow-up to All About Reading, it worked out really nicely. The first 70% of the books, first 70 lessons went really well. And then it slowed down because it got mm-hmm. progressively more difficult. But I think she, she liked it. We kind of ended maybe like one or two lessons early because I just... I don't think we were like gaining anything at the end there. Yeah. And but so, she, she really yeah. progressed quite a bit under that. We did purchase all about reading level two yeah. and all about spelling level one, which go together. We actually started both, but we, we realized that we were kind of doing a little bit too much. We were kind of starting the all about reading le- level two with um, the all about spelling, maybe doing one lesson a week yeah, and then doing um, one or two lessons of the all about reading uh, level two. And then also doing some of the 100 lessons. And as the 100 lessons started to get really involved, like the stories got really long, we pulled back on the all about reading. We we shut down the um, all about spelling as well. And that freed up a lot more time to focus on finishing the 100 lessons book. And we yeah. basically did. And then we finished that. And we were still having a little bit of confidence issues, a little bit of confidence right. on the reading, understanding, and mem- um, understanding comprehension. So our daughter's six and a half, so it's still a little bit early. Still early, yeah. But we we are seeing her making some just kind of basic phonics errors that we don't want to go on to. We don't. Mm-hmm. We we decided to stop on AAR two, especially. The, I mean, that's a first grade curriculum, so we we felt we didn't have to go on since she is kinder. Although she's an older kinder, so we're always kind of yeah, you know. And we we don't necessarily go on grades here, as many of you don't in your homeschools. But we thought we would stop the AAR two for now and just dive into a bunch of early reader books yeah. and go back through the AAR one reading texts and maybe some of the hundred lessons reading texts. Um, and just kind of solidify that we uh, reached out to somebody at our parent partnership program about yes. uh, these kind of reading challenges. Uh, we, we don't think our daughter's dyslexic. She did need glasses. So that was something if you if you all have a young child, I didn't really realize this. I, I don't know. I, I just didn't consider we both wear glasses. I, I Not didn't. anymore. I got my, my, my eyes laser. Yeah. And I, I have contacts. I just don't even think about it. Uh, but I should have taken our daughter when she turned five. And I just didn't realize it when I took her to the eye doctor. Uh, just a couple of months ago, they told us that she actually does need glasses, not like a heavy prescription, but she does need them. So we got her those to help with reading, but the parent partnership program recommended that we try to um, explore 
coming at reading from a couple of different angles. So they want us yeah. to lean into early level readers and they gave us some resources for that. Um, I think it's called reading A to Z. It's an online resource that we can use and print off books. Um, and then they gave us explode the code kindergarten to work as a workbook that we can work through. So we're going to be starting. We're that. using that as kind of a review. Yeah. It's a, a review refre- for her. A refresher. So w- what I've been doing the last week or so we started doing this is actually pulling in a lot of these early readers. We have a, a, a bunch of early readers just picked up at the consignment sale. It's yeah. kind of a scholastic early readers. There's a a grouping of early readers from Paw Patrol. <laughs> nice yeah. nice motivational thing there. We've been pulling in the Usborne uh, early reader stack. My that we first have. reading library. My I first think reading. That is. And that, those are really cool books because the adult or the parent will read on the left side of the page. And then on the right side of the page is some easier text that expands on the story. Yeah. That the uh, the re- their early reader can can read that. Yeah, we've been doing that. I've also been pulling in the blue books from the all about reading mm-hmm. level one curriculum. You get three hardbound books with that curriculum, and I've been pulling in the first book as just sort of a review. And these are very very simple stories. So just continuing to build that confidence. Also, I've been starting to do a lot of coffee work with my learner as well, and I've been finding that to be very helpful. She's. I think she connects more with the auditory element. She mm-hmm. really loves audiobooks, so we, we've been leaning on that as well. But taking the what she hears and actually translating that down into writing, I've been doing a lot of um, word practicing on on copy work. So mm-hmm. in some in some respects, almost like a, a little spelling quiz. You know, yeah. she writes those words down. Then also, she I, I have her pick any book in the house. Doesn't matter what it is. Could be a cookbook. Could be her Lego book. Could be an early reader. The newspaper. Doesn't matter anything. We find one or two sentences on there. We read them. We have her cop- do the copy work. Uh, and just kind of reinforcing her writing, but also the reading element and yeah. understanding what she's reading. So kind of this eclectic mix of things that we're doing right now. And we've, we're committed, me and you, we, we, you know, Ariel and I have talked about this. We're going to commit to this for a couple months here, maybe two, three months. Yeah, maybe and really, do it over the summer. And really just reinforce the that love of reading. And that's something that I've been really seeing. And, and I know the, the reading specialist for us has been um, really helpful, I think, with just understanding on, you know, how to correct when your learner gets something wrong, when to fix things, you know, not letting them make those mistakes that are easy, having Mm -hmm. them correct that. And then also just leaning back onto the phonics. But she also had this really cool idea and, and, you know, maybe we can pursue this, maybe find somebody who can maybe bring her on for, and help us understanding that there's a difference between phonics being able to decode words and then reading and sometimes having to intuit like yeah. the, the example she had a picture it was the very first early kindergarten reader yeah, right. and the word was beak and it showed but it showed an up close of a chicken's beak it's like okay well you want them to know the b and the k and kind of in its e oh beak you know you're kind of like there's an intuiting part of it yeah it's it's that it's a tension between phonics and sight words reading yeah and, and it, understanding it, it was kind of interesting how to draw the the, the learner across from that because I think our daughter does a really good job at decoding words. Yeah. The problem is she just decodes everything. And she doesn't trust herself to know that, oh, that word isn't ah, mm, it's on. Just, you know, memorize that it's on. And yeah. I think there's a little bit of that that tension there for her. And she just falls back on decoding because it's, you know, it's very easy and she'll always mm-hmm. get the right answer. But then you lose context and you lose speed and it's you true. lose interest. And so I think we're... We're in that kind of stage where she's going to start to do a little bit more sight reading than 
than the phonics reading. Yeah. And then when she gets to a word she's never seen before, she can decode it. So yeah, we need more time on book. Kind yeah. of we decided, so we're getting lots of book resources. Our parent partnership also gave us some um, early games phonics well. games that yeah. we can play with her. Unfortunately, a lot of them are out of print. Otherwise, I would uh, do reviews for you all. But we're going to see how uh, this new plan works with reading. We're going to try to get a reading specialist on the podcast to talk to us too uh, and talk to all of you uh, about teaching children to read. So Especially this early age when they're, yeah. they're just going from that decoding level mm-hmm. into the actual reading level because I know we're all thinking about you know how can we get our kid from reading the CVC words and maybe some weird you know long long and short vowel sounds into okay they're going to sit down and read an early reader level one early reader level two and there's that it sometimes it feels like there's a huge gulf this void between those two and I'd love to talk to a reading specialist on you know what techniques and what what do we have to think about to get our learner across that that gap and it, it does seem which is, I think, a difficult answer for most of us because we're, we're all very impatient homeschooling parents, but it does take time. And I think that's what a lot of the things that it I'm having hard. to come to grips with is that it just takes time and they're going to have to just get the confidence to actually do the thing they need to do. And, and she's very excited yeah. about it. And it so that's is. why we're you know pushing it. Yeah. Um, but but that's ELA. So let's move on to math. Math, keep math, this has, a short really, bite. Yeah, <laughs> math, math has been great. Um, we did Right Start Math last year, finished the first level A. Yep. Um, and then we went into it and did um, the, I did a bunch of like eclectic addition work and yeah, doing a lot of basic games stuff. and stuff and workbooks. We did the mathematical reasoning book as a refresher. And then at the beginning of this year, we started the level one um, math, math, math. math. And if you go back, I think a couple episodes and listen to the, the interview with Maria Miller it was really good. Um, we've had a really good experience with that and we really enjoyed it. We've already... I think we've got a, a nice copy of, of the level two as well. Yeah, but, we're ready to use and, but that. We're, we're, we're going to do is we're going to finish this grade one. I think we're, gosh, we're like two weeks out from finishing the, mm-hmm. the book. And then I'm going to jump into Right Start Math level B. Um, and then carry that through, I think, basically the rest of this year. Yeah, so we're doing this alternating plan. We do right start, and then yeah. we reinforce and practice with Math Mammoth. So yeah. it's been a nice, it's been a nice balance. So far, it's worked out really well. It has. So uh, science, science. We've been doing the Blossom and Root um, space space uh, kind of unit study thirty space, something weeks. Yeah, space science for level yeah. K. It comes yeah. with their um, kindergarten curriculum, and we've been really liking it. The Adventures of Zula. Zula it's all about you know planets yeah. and things, and we haven't been uh, as on top of it as I, we'd like to be. We've I've had been some trying other to do like things, but yeah, I've been trying to do like one a week and i think it's been working really nice I, you get a lot of ideas and we have a lot of science books so we've pulled those kind of down pulled them all down put yeah. them into the crate and then we have kind of free reign through those books to use we use the resources and do the activities that are in the book and, and that's been pretty nice we're also using evan moore um, workbooks as well there's a stem and the steam book yeah um, both for level k and we've been slowly working through those as well and those have been very enjoyable um, yeah, our daughter really likes it. Yeah, she really enjoys it. And also, it's nice because every few pages, there's a new concept. You know, maybe they'll go from pollution to talking about the sea to talking about weather. And it just keeps it nice and fresh. There's, it's not yeah. really super overly com- complex. There's some nice activities in there that you can do. She's been enjoying all of these different I, aspects. I like, I like the STEM book because it's kind of broken up into these lessons. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the lesson, there's a science experiment that they have to solve a problem given a, a you know a bunch of materials. They have to... Think about the problem, put a plan in action, do it, run the experiment, and then see if it worked or not. Mm-hmm. And that's been really, really good. And I think that's been a, kind of a nice, you know, we're kind of hitting the science element there. Mm-hmm. And then whatever interests kind of blossom out of that, whatever 
things are talked about, we can then kind of go in other directions as well. But that's been a nice, nice thing for us to do. Handwriting, we're still doing the Danelian books. Mm -hmm. we're do that's working really nice. And now we've blended in a lot of the copy work. Um, yeah, I found a font that's really close to Danelian. So I can even yeah. take, you know, passages from books and or other phrases and I can uh, put them on, print them out quickly. And then she can in a Danelian script and then she can copy those. So Absolutely. that's been really good because there aren't a lot of Danelian books out there for us mm -hmm. to use. So we have to kind of add our own stuff. Um, and I, I guess I can put a link to the the font in the show notes. Just remind me. And ga games wise, we've been playing a lot of double six dominoes, a lot of yeah. solitaire and free cell. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We have all these very expensive, fancy games, uh, but she's gotten really, really into, into yeah. card games and dominoes. But it's been great. She's been keeping score, which has been awesome. Yeah, the dominoes keeping score up to 100. Um, really nice because you get that kind of that carrying the one yeah, element. Definitely. Um, but also if you want to reverse it and say count down from 100. So first person to zero, same way to do it. So you can reinforce both. Mm -hmm addition with the carrying of, of the one and then also the borrowing um, if you're doing subtraction especially with yeah. um, the ones place tens place work and all the way up to the hundreds place if you're if you want a little bit more practice and effort around that doing dominoes or playing any type of game that is a kind of a trick-taking game mm -hmm. or anything that actually you know is a cumulative score you can play both up and down and it's a great way for them to she loves to keep score. yeah yeah she loves to keep score she th she doesn't even think she's doing math <laughs> and that's you know obviously that's <laughs> mr yeah. burns hands that's part of the reason <laughs> why we do these things but yeah that's been um i think games wise that's she's been doing that we've also been playing um i know for her and i silver and gold we've been playing i let her test the waters with minecrafts but I, I'm not letting that. Yeah, I don't think free. we're quite ready for that yet. Yep. Um, you guys have been playing a lot of games. As you know, we're doing our, as you probably know, we're doing our round the world study. We are nearing yes. the end with that. We're in North Africa, so we're going to be uh, heading through Africa we're and then four weeks in Africa, Australia, New Zealand, yeah, Antarctica, Oceania, the Arctic. Yep. So we're, you know, we're we're in the home stretch here. We've really enjoyed it. Um, although I think we're we're kind of getting to the point where we're ready to do something different. So yeah. it'll be exciting as we finish up um, this study and move on. We're going to be starting into prehistory and things. Actually, this summer I'm going to be doing a month of Harry Potter. And I think when you, when you're ready for that, we're going to do a whole podcast on what yeah. you plan to do with that. I will try to because you know our daughter's only six and a half, and a lot of the resources for doing unit studies with Harry Potter are meant for older kids. I haven't really been able to find a lot for younger. So I'm going to be combining some of the information from, um, I, I did get the build your library, um, unit study and it's really good. And I will totally do it when my daughter is like nine. Uh, but she's just too young right now for it. And I do have Waldock's wizards and wands from the Waldock way. And so I've gotten some books from kind of each thing. And I think I'm going to have to just put together my own plan, mm -hmm. uh, because she's just not old enough to do anything more formal, uh, mm -hmm. that they would normally have you do. So I will talk about what I'm going to do when I'm ready, but I'm, I have not planned out that far well, it's yet. It's all leading up to when she turns seven, which I think you're going to read. We're going to read Goblet of Fire when yeah. she turns seven. Yeah. So, um, we're just, well, you're going to read, uh, well, we chambers gotta, and then ask a man yeah, again, then Goblet. every time we go to a new one, we got to read but all you're not going to read, uh, Philosopher's Stone for all the Brits out there. I don't know if I can go through it yet again. I mean, as much as I love it, I think I've read it like five maybe times. Maybe what you just could do her. is you could prime it with just the movie, and then you can yeah, read or maybe we'll just do the audiobook. I don't know. So that's what we're doing um, for that. I think that takes care of everything for our older one. And maybe when we get later in this uh, 
towards the closer to the summer, we'll do a little bit of a talk. I, I've been putting together kind of a game plan for us for summer. Yes, we will talk about our summer plan. That will definitely be an episode. We'll, yeah. we'll talk all about it. Um, so I think that's everything really for our uh, our older one. And then for our younger one, we're just sure. starting playing preschool. Playing preschool. From the busy toddler. Yeah, we, and have, a, we have a free day every week that we, a yeah, free morning that, it's I, been good so that far. I have with her just alone. And I think we're going to start using that on, uh, on, I think it's Tuesday morning we'll start yeah. doing that. On it's got lots of fun stuff. And yeah. even our, um, you know, our daughter's almost three. She can be three in a couple months. And our six and a half year old still likes to participate. Yeah. I mean, she also wants to stamp with apples. Yeah. Who would not want to stamp? with apples i really think so um yeah so that that's been mostly our our plan we're going to do that with our younger daughter because i'm really preschool i'm really seeing she's she's starting to get ready for it like she'll sit down and listen to books she want to do activities she's starting to play around with letters um really enjoys art really enjoys a lot of pencil work and 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 crayon work so i think we're getting there and and i do have that free morning with her on the tuesdays but i also have another free morning where i'm where she's with me at the at the parent partnership and then maybe another time we can do a little bit more as well. So yeah. I'm starting to get into that point where I'm starting to think about, you know, what we need to do mm-hmm. for our three or our soon to be three year old. Um, it's amazing. We started this podcast. She was, we were just looking at the pictures. It was very funny. She wasn't even one yet. And we're, she was just over one. She was when just we started. over one. Yeah. And now she's three. And it's going to be really fun now that we get to start to do the things again that we did with her, with her older yeah, sister. Yeah, it's really fun. The things we started talking about in the podcast. As we said, she's coming around again. As we said, you know, her sister's getting kind of like the, you know the 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 Scooby Doo wagon of, of of things to do, and her sister's going to get the Lamborghini. It's going to be like curated, perfect content for you her. know. But then and then, you <laughs> then know, she's, she's going to do. Else. She's going to want something different. She's yeah. going to throw us a curveball. I think. But yeah, we're planning to do playing preschool with her, and then start to transition her into the early years of Blossom and Root because we really enjoyed that with our older daughter. So, yeah, we did. Um, but we are going to start with playing preschool because it's just so darn cute. Well, it'd be cool too because we um, can do the level one of the uh, Blossom and Root early years. We didn't do that one. We did the we did level two. Yeah, right? and we might do some sort of amalgamation i don't know that i'm going to do all of it because we do really before we get into you know in a few years going around the world again um i think we're gonna do a uh i definitely want to do torchlight pre-k because i really really enjoyed that so yeah we've got kind of a plan going forward but that's where we're at that's that's what our kids are doing our kids are also very into uh, watching shows together on pbs they've been really into painting they're getting into puzzles together and and all that kind of uh, imaginative play. A lot play. of group play now, a lot of Lego play together, a lot of Barbie play together. And so yeah. it's been really nice to be able to start to slowly incorporate the two of them together. And that, I yeah. think that's going to be the, the path going forward is, is them kind of working together alongside each other. And especially with some of the plans we have in the long term, you know, actually having them do the same curriculums together. One yeah, we do plan to eventually, eventually merge the them into Build Your Library, I believe, um, when they're ready to. But yep. yeah, so that's where we're at. So episode 200. We survived. Hey, and we, you know, we don't have any intention to, of stopping. We, we really love this podcast and we, we appreciate all of you who are yes, here. So, uh, let us know what are, what are you guys doing? What are you in the middle of? Uh, okay. we love hearing from other families because that's how we, we and, and others find out about new curriculum and yeah. new, uh, options out there and things and great books. What are you reading? And we're, we're in the middle of reading. What am I reading? Shogun. No, we're reading Beezus and Ramona, so Beverly Cleary, <laughs> which is interesting for 1955. Now, I've only read the first book. I, I have to confess if there's something later that um, doesn't work for a modern audience. I don't know because I haven't been there yet. But for the first book, I have to say it was really good. Uh, our daughter, as an older sister, completely identified with Beezus. And in some ways, it really helped because, you know, her sister is better than Ramona. 
like Ram- Ramona was really, I mean, she's that's she, a pretty naughty child a lot she of times. Uh, so, you know, she really was starting to appreciate like, wow, my sister's not that bad. Um, and <laughs> I think it gave her a new, uh, a, a kind of a new understanding of her sister. We just read the last chapter last night where Beezus admits that she doesn't always love Ramona hmm. because sometimes, you know, Ramona breaks things or messes things up or whatever. Um, but that, there are other times when she really loves her and it's, it's okay. It's okay to not love your sister every second of the day. Um, as long as we come back around. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, anyway, it was just a really good message. And I was very surprised for a book from 1955 that it really held up this yeah, well. Up, yeah. So we're going to continue with that series and we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, let us know. What are you in the middle of? What are you reading? What is your family into? Uh, so why don't you do a check in with us and I'll post this on Facebook. So uh, yep. hopefully you can all chime in and let us know what you're up to. Happy 200, Matt. Happy 200, wife. I love you. Love you too. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling.